Welcome to the Unemployed Podcast again. It's been a while, yes. It's been 11 days. And I appreciate y'all for coming back and listening. How's Rona treating you? It's been going, uh, it's going swell. We're in phase four, I believe. I don't know what the, what the ramifications of phase four is. Let's look that up. Phase four. Let's see what it says. Why doesn't the internet just give me what I want, bro? The internet is just putting me in roundabout circles. Just tell me what phase four. Tell me what phase four is supposed to do, bro. What should I, how should I even look at phase four Corona virus rules? All right. So let's open Washington for phase. Okay. Let's see. Oh, wow. They have all of them. All right. So let's go through all the phases. All right, so phase one, you can hunt, fishing, golf, boating, hiking, okay, outdoor, spiritual, or religious services of up to 100 people. Choirs not allowed. What? No choirs allowed? What the fuck? Were you supposed to sing hymns from the from the hymn, hymnal? I guess so. Essential travel and or travel for phase one activities. Businesses, essential businesses, existing construction that meets agreed upon criteria, landscaping, auto, RV, boat, ORV sales, retail, curbside, pickup orders only, car washes, pet walkers. Okay. All right. That's cool. It's very strange. All right. Phase two. Outdoor recreation is involving five or fewer people outside your household. Camping, beaches, some sporting activities. Okay, gatherings. Gatherings with no more than five people outside your household per week. Indoor spiritual or religious services up to 25% capacity or 200 individuals. And choirs still not allowed. Get Break out them hymnals, boys. About to be singing them old, them old hymns. Negro spirituals in home faith based services or counseling with up to five people. Okay. Essential travel and travel for activities allowed under phase one and phase two. Okay. So it just keeps building. Businesses, so manufacturing, construction, real estate, photography, pet grooming, in home domestic services, retail. It's just opening, slowly opening everything. Restaurants, 50% capacity, table size, up to no more than five people. No bar area seating. Why this is so many fucking restrictions on somebody that doesn't own your fucking business? God. Just, just, the government telling you what to do. Just pisses me off. It's like, what? But I think they care about your safety. I guess. You don't give a fuck about us, bro. Drive-in movies. Yo, why didn't I hit up a drive-in fucking movie? Those must have been extra popping. 
then, well, that's fucking stupid. No movies are coming out. If they played a good oldie, bro, a good old old drive-in movie, I would go. Library curbside pickup for a book. <laughs> Some people really like that, but curbside pickup for a book. Okay. Fitness training and classes. That's a fucking lie. Because I go to Planet Fitness every time and they're not open. I don't think. I think all the businesses don't look up the phases. They don't know what phase they're in and what how they're supposed to go about it. It's actually insane. Phase Trace. Outdoor group rec recreational sports activity. Recreational facilities at 50% capacity. I never looked this up. This is so interesting, bro. Allow up to f no more than 50 people, indoor or spiritual. Still no choirs. Resume non-essential travel. Nice. Uh, restaurants, taverns, 75% capacity. No more than 10 people at a table. Bar area, no, 25%, less than 25% capacity. Theaters at 50% capacity. Those theater theaters are dead already. Netflix is a theater now. Customer-facing government services. Libraries, museums, all other business activities not yet listed except for nightclubs and events with greater than 50 people. And we're up to this phase right now. Phase four. Recreation. Resume all recreational activity. Allow gatherings with more than 50 people. Continue non-essential travel, nightclubs, concert venues, large sporting events, resume unrestricted staffing or work sites. I think that's what we're in right now, phase four. So does nobody, why is, why is nobody still open? Businesses, if you really want your business to stay up, man, you have to look up the phases. This is all a lie, but this is a fucking... Life is a lie. I feel like this is all a setup for something bigger, man. There's going to be something bigger than coronavirus or it's going to come back stronger. They're just grooming you. It's like, hey, man, this wasn't that bad, right? Well, well, next time we'll keep you inside a little longer, you know, like maybe a, maybe half the year. This is only a couple months, too. And that that was it. This is already half a year, right? January, February, March. It's more like April, May, June. Yo, this was three months, man. I think it was three months. I'm I'm trying to go off what I was, what I lived through. That was three months. This, that's crazy. I know everybody's saying, "Oh, it was made in a in a in a in a." In a laboratory. They made it in a laboratory. They made coronavirus in a laboratory. See how I just say shit until I get out what I want to say? You know what makes me, me think? Something just came out that made me think, bro, that shit might be true. Or it's obviously true. Nobody has the proof. We can all say we think, we know, we we heard. Is there government papers about it? I, nobody really knows. All right. So it's all conspiracy theory till somebody says, hey, you know what? We knew about coronavirus. And we're trying to kill uh, America and the rest of the world. Population control. Anyway, um, there's a quarter that came out. There's a quarter that came out. And 
let me just look up the story, man. There's a fucking quarter that came out, and and there is fucking bats on the bat on the back of the. There's qu- this quarter came out for 2020. On the back, there is bats. How and and in light of the coronavirus being around the world and it happening, they want to come out with this motherfucking quarter in January when the year starts. Like, get that shit the fuck out of it. Either, he, either they knew it was coming or they fucking made it in the fucking lab and then sent it out to the world. And it was a little arm nudge. Like, hey, something's coming. We got bats on the back of the quarter. Yeah. Is new U.S. quarter proof? Government knew COVID-19 was coming. Well, claims are circulating online that the newly printed American quarter with a picture of two Samoan fruit bats on on it somehow connected to government plot or government pre-knowledge of coronavirus. The news, the news for Jack's trust. I index team looked into the claim and found out this is not true. Of course you won't think it's not true, you government-funded fucking site. The quarter was put into circulation in February to honor the National Park of American Samoa, a U.S. territory in the Pacific. Why didn't I end the sentence? In the Pacific. It features a mother fruit bat and her pup hanging upside down. The 25-cent coin is part of the American The Beautiful Quarters program that began in 2010. Every, every year since, the U.S. Treasury has minted different quarters designs depicted national parks and other national sites. Of course. What the fuck? The, the, you, can, you can give all the information you want. Like, look, they've been doing this for 2010 and have been uh, doing parks and... Other things have ended up on the back of there. Some houses, you know, the, the the nearby ice cream shop. Like, they wouldn't do this to us. But you can put out all the information you want, and people will still not believe that shit. Like, I don't even believe that shit. Like, you can give me all the info you want on how, how it's not connected to the coronavirus. And guess what? I think it's more connected because you're trying to... Uh, beat around the bush that you even think that it could be linked all the links all the links are there and people in their homes sitting on couches playing video games have connected the dots already so all we can do we're gonna make up what we want with our own mind all right you can say it's not connected you could say it wasn't a nudge to how coronavirus is is not linked to a quarter. It you can say all the shit, but nobody's gonna believe it. We are all gonna make up our own minds. <clears throat> yeah. And that was your COVID talk for today. Yo, I I have some bad news, man. Not even bad news. It's just like, what the fuck? But I listen to this man all the fucking time. I would go every week. I would look through the fucking. I would be searching on all the podcast sites. Like, oh shit, did he post? 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 Like, that's how much I wanted to listen to this man. It's just, it was, it's crazy. 
how um how he just he just fucking just came out of nowhere with it was all text and stuff but man that it's just it's just it's just crazy because he had a podcast a couple days before um a couple days before his shit came out not even a couple days a couple weeks before like it was it was like the third podcast in the previous week so 3 weeks ago and he was talking about how pe- the pedophilia ring isn't real and there's nothing going on in Hollywood and they sometimes pop up but there's nothing really going on and as we're seeing it seems that things are a little a little more involved than we think with fucking Ellen and Oprah that that's those are those are very strange accusations at most but it's crazy but he he was trying to undermine the what's happening in in Hollywood how they're grooming children or and stuff and he and then he comes out with it like what he comes out that he is the he's also asking girls underage women for things and i'm like hmm are you part of that ring bro that ring you don't believe in you part of that hey you know that ring dog you part of that you out here you out here with children bro and why are you always playing a uh why are you always playing a pedophile somebody always asked him that he was a pedophile like twice in two things Maybe he liked the part, but maybe he liked the part because he did that shit. I mean, it's crazy, man. I used to, I used to want to listen to that man all the time, and it's kind of a bad taste in my mouth now. It was, it was. I thought it was alleged, but it seems that he, uh, and then, and then he hasn't posted in like two fucking weeks. If you didn't do it, bro, you did it now because you are fucking, you look so guilty. His publicist probably is like, hey, Chris, cool down. Let it cool down. Uh, Just say, put out an apology. Let TMZ put out your apology. And then go, and then uh, after everything's died down and there's some bigger news out, you're going to jump right back in there, get into the podcast. Everybody's going to love you again. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they're going to like. That's what they're going to like. But, man, his career might be over, bro. He just dropped a comedy special. And he was telling everybody about it and how good it was and how proud of it he was. And then his career went pew. This is fucking conspiracy theory central, man. Like... Conspiracy Theory Central, staying on the topic of pedophilia. I was about to say, I thought they got him, bro. By now, you might have or must have listened to the Justin Bieber. So let me set this up real quick, all right? Justin Bieber, yummy, all right? You got that yummy, yum, that yummy, yum. Loved the song when it first came out. Everybody hated that shit. Everybody hated that shit, all right? I, being the believer. I might be the only male believer. That's a lie, but I think I'm the only male believer out here repping for the Biebs, man. 
I fucks with that kid. All songs, Beauty and the Beat. Right here with Drake. I I was listening to all the albums and everything. Before being a believer and being a dude was cool. Is it st- is it cool now? Can it be cool now? I want to be a believer out in the open. Anyway, apparently Yummy is was talking about the Pizzagate and he was exposing how how it uh how it was and how it happened. Not how it happened, but he was just alluding to it throughout the whole video. And it it kind of makes sense. Because this video kind of didn't make sense. When I first watched it, it was called Yummy. All the food was unappetizing. And everybody, everybody, it looked like people of higher status. There was children playing in the band. It was strange, man. The way it was, the way it was uh, set up. There had to be, there had to be something esoteric happen, happening there. Because... It it was the the food being co- and it's called yummy like it wasn't they didn't they don't really coincide together. So um, I have I have the video here. It, it kind of explains it better. Bieber's new song "Yummy" that took the internet by storm, not because how well it was written and sung, but because how generic and controversial it is. A lot of conspiracy theories about this song are making rounds on the internet. So in this video, we'll take a closer look on those theories and also on all the symbolism used in the official video of the song. But before that, let me clear up some terms that be used in this video. Pizza Gate. It's a large pedophile ring led by Hillary Clinton and John Podesta, who's an American political counselor and was manager of the 2016 Clinton's presidential campaign. I'm not gonna lie, this is giving me chills right here. Like, I'm getting a little scared. Online. It is claimed that the emails contained coded messages that connected several U.S. restaurants and high officials of the Democratic Party with a human trafficking and child sex ring. One of the establishments involved was a Comet Ping Pong restaurant and pizzeria in Washington, D.C. MK Ultra. It is a code word for a secret CIA project that took place between 1953 and 1964, in which unsuspecting people were used. Sorry, y'all. We back. Had a technical issue, but we're back now. And let's get back to the the information. For a secret CIA project that took place between 1953 and 1964, in which unsuspecting people were used in mind control experiments that left them emotionally crippled for life. If you watch a show named Stranger Things, you would have a better idea of it. Adrenochrome. Adrenochrome, also known as pink adrenaline, is the powerful hormonal precursor for adrenaline, secreted by the body in large amounts in moments of intense fear, anger, or perceived life-threatening danger. It's a sort of immortality serum used by the Illuminati extracted from the adrenal glands of children. Now the reason of its extraction from the children is because its potential declines with age. So now let's take a look at the video of the song and see all the symbolism used in it. It starts with Justin walking through a kitchen or hallway to a kind of fancy restaurant. Notice these children playing music. They look upset and scared while entertaining the rich people. These symbolize the victims. This 
These two pillars here symbolize Freemasonry. They represent the gateway to demonic energies. The okay. orange and red colors right, here little, symbolize uh, sun or Luciferian worship. The girlish look of Justin with earrings, pink hair, lips, and dress symbolize feminizing men. Some of the dishes are quite disgusting, in contrast with the title Yummy, suggesting pedophilia is disgusting, but the pedos enjoy it. Every time Justin takes a bite of the food, he seems overly excited, and at one point his jaw enlarges abnormally, suggesting effects of being drugged, excitement, and hallucinations. This old man here seems to represent John Podesta. This black waiter here seems to represent L.A. Reed, who discovered Justin at the beginning of his career when he was 14 and made inappropriate comments about his looks, saying he was beautiful as a woman could be. The blonde lady here could represent Jenny McCarthy, former Playboy model, who handed Justin an award at the 2012 AMAs, where she was wearing very similar earrings, glasses, and hairstyles as a lady in this video. She, she like got physically inappropriate with Justin, and later on and he said like, that I he felt like violated by her actions. Later on, no. He said it right on stage. Right he said it right on stage, wow. right after it happened. lots of blue swirls, which have been confirmed by the FBI to be the symbols that pedophiles use. This lady here seems to represent Hillary Clinton. The pink drink symbolizes adrenochrome. This cat symbolizes beta kitten programming or MKUltra. Here on Justin's right behind his table, you can see a red outfit, which is the same that the girl in the beginning playing violin is wearing, insinuating she was abused during the party. At the end, only Justin, John Podesta, and L.A. Reed remain. Podesta is still eaten, suggesting abusing children. Reed is cleaning up the mess, suggesting covering up after the pedos. And Justin has a plate with a cake in front of him, which underneath reveals a photo of his kid self with the word yummy, insinuating he was once the meal, or in other words, abused. Now let's talk about the promotion of the song. Justin promoted the song on Instagram by posting 13 pictures of different babies with the hashtag yummy. The number 13 is symbolic Actually, of rebellion weird. and lawlessness. Oh, shit. He also seems desperate for people to stream the song 24-7 and buy it multiple times. Here's his level of desperation. Hi, Justin. Hi. Yeah, that was really weird. Justin, hi. He was you? like, you could do this I'm and that. And people making fun of him. I don't know what, but tell the truth, you if you want to buy the song and promote the song, like, why do you need so much, like, the audio doesn't say anything, the audio doesn't say anything, it's the, the yum, it's the, um, the audio doesn't say anything, you have to watch the video, so, I don't know why you need to keep buying it so many times. But you know we need we need I need you to purchase on our iTunes. I have it purchased. You did both. Yes. You've been crushing yes. it as a fan. Yes. Absolutely yes. crushing it. Yes. You're doing everybody around the world so proud. Now, can anyone be more desperate than that? OD. Now, people are suggesting two different theories based on the symbolism used in this video. First one is that Justin himself is not a pedophile, but he's trying to expose them by showing us all these symbols in this video, which I think is impossible, because the Hollywood music industry is completely controlled by these pedophiles, and there is no chance Justin can make a song exposing them without yeah. them being aware of it. 
Yeah, Second theory suggests weird. that Justin is involved in pedophilia and he's not even trying to hide it from the world, which makes more sense given all this situation. Now you might think this is all conspiracy theories bullshit, but keep in mind that pedophile rings among us elitists are not a myth, but a proven fact. Look no further than Jeffrey Epstein. He had a whole island where he and his pedo friends satisfied oh, their sick perversions. Once he got caught and was ready to drop names, he mysteriously killed himself. Even though he killed was in a high security cell with surveillance 24-7, specifically to prevent his prisoners from killing themselves. Don't be naive. Think for yourselves. Now, what do you think about all this? Let me know in the comment section below. This video might be taken down by YouTube. I thought it'd be taken down too. Wow, I thought it'd be taken down too. That it was very in depth. There was one with the girl that was way better, but I didn't have time to find that. But that was act. That's actually insane. Uh, everything connects to it. The Freemasonry with all that shit. I don't know, man. Should uh, but the he could allude to it. I don't know if Justin Bieber's in it, and he likes it, likes that type of shit. But um, maybe he's exposing them. I hope he's exposing them, cause I don't want that nigga to come out as a pedophile, cause that would actually break me, bro. Like for real, it would. Kids, man. <laughs> Oh man, the world is the world is a fucking setup, bro. The world is a setting, a setting in a movie, and everybody has fucking lines, and everybody's doing what they're supposed to do, not what they want to do. That's pretty deep. I tell you what, though, children that grow up in different settings, they seem to be a little more grown up you know grown up for uh for their age like for me i lived i grew up in a house in the suburbs and i the way i was raised and stuff shaped me who i who i was at you know at like 10 or 11 you know and i was living my life being a kid but the opposite child that grows up in, like, the ghetto, they seem to be a little more matured than the boy that grew up in a house. Because all my, uh, when I was in sixth grade, all my friends were out there fucking and sucking. At fucking 6th grade, 13, 12, 13. And I'm like, what's fucking and sucking, you know? And um, I came up with a theory about that. I believe that because I had parents in my home, I was more... This not, is this really a theory? It makes sense. Because I have par two parents in my home that were loving and loved us as children. And... I was sheltered from all the the outside influences of the world, like fucking and sucking, uh, die, people dying that people witness every day in the hood. But them out there, they they're sadly usually don't have fathers in the home. And 
they they're out there having to father themselves and they're out there doing being sexually perverse you know and living their life that way and i have no idea anything about that i'm still watching power rangers at 12 or 13 and i was always wondering what the fuck because everybody in my school was like yo i bet you still watch power rangers i bet you still do this but i'm fucking 12 and 13 what is a 12 and 13 year old doing watching power rangers you know because what else do i have to care about in my life i'm in sixth grade my homework is like easy math problems and fucking like regular science. I, I don't even need to think yet. And people are fucking. People are making fun of me for watching Power Rangers. There's nothing to do after my homework's done. That what am, am I supposed to be figuring out the wheel? Am I supposed to be doing science like like figuring out cancer, making cures? I don't know what else I'm supposed to do. I'm six. I'm in sixth grade. Anyway, that was a rant. But that's a theory that that hood kids grow up faster than I would because I was sheltered. They had more time to leave the house and explore. And um, that's why I'm still a kid now and they're out there living their adult lives. Sometimes it's all right to live in the hood. Get to dump garbage wherever you want. Speaking of dumping, I um when I was younger, I think it was 6th grade, fuck. When I was younger, my we I'm going to incriminate myself right here. But we used to go dumping at an undisclosed buffet and just throw away our garbage we don't want. This is before we had a garbage um, company. I was on, oh, I never actually wondered, why didn't we have a gar- garbage company earlier? But we, we, didn't have a gar- we didn't have a garbage company to, drop, to dump our garbage, okay? So we would take our bags and go to this undisclosed buffet behind there and just toss them in there it's cool yeah we did we did it so much we got so frequent we did it we started slowing down maybe chilling hey yeah take the bag just throw the bag and my dad first time i was always my dad was always trying to move me out of there so quickly i was like why are we why are we doing trying to do it so fast dad like you're asking for a ridiculous amount of speed these bags are heavy so one day we go back there and we're dumping dumping the garbage. We had we went crazy this time. We had fucking mattresses and like furniture. Like maybe we we were going too ham. Okay? We were going way too ham. But um we were dumping garbages, furniture, mattresses and um we're um we're doing that. And then we hear, hey, hey, we look over to the undisclosed buffet and look behind, look, looked behind the car. You know, there's a guy. He, he's pretty far off. He's not he's not too far. He could run over if he wants. But he said, hey, hey, he would come. You went outside. He was outside. He was he was 
telling he was like hey you can't do that you can't do that he goes inside so we're like oh whatever i guess he's like he thinks we're gonna stop so he goes in comes back out with like six more guys and they're holding butcher knives and i'm like oh my my dad's like oh shit okay everybody get in the car get in the car and i'm i actually this is all from third party sources i don't even know i didn't even know all this was going on it was all go- going on, and I didn't even know because I was like, why is my dad putting me in the car? So they're standing there with Butcher Knives saying, hey, hey, hey. Nobody's walking towards us yet, but we're getting in the car, and my older brother is staring outside the car like, he's like, hey, hey, and my brother's looking like he's going to answer them. They're holding Butcher Knives. I don't know what kind of conversations we're going to have, and most likely, they're immigrants. If they don't speak, why, I don't know why he didn't say more than hey. If he didn't say more than hey, I don't know what he's gonna, what else he's gonna talk about. But it might be minimal information because he has a butcher knife. You usually don't talk much when the other person doesn't have a weapon and you have a butcher knife. But he says, hey, hey, we get in the car. We're all getting in the car really quick and we speed out of there, cause, um. Yeah, yeah, the, we don't want to die today for dumping garbage. Who wants to die for that? Anyway, low-key, think my father was more scared than me. I didn't even know what was going on. <coughs> I didn't even know what was going on. But I think my dad was more scared than me because out of the blue, now we're dumping garbage legally in our own garbage cans, and he's paying for it. So he might not say he's scared, you know? But I think he was scared because he uh, he went he started doing legal matters legally now. But yeah, that was that was it's crazier when I heard it because I was like, yo, in my in that situation, it was not that crazy, you know. But yeah, went on a kid's rant. Three just bang it, dang it, fucking topics of kids. That sounded weird. I'm sorry. Just so many. Uh, so, did anybody know? Does anybody know about Google? Have you heard about Google? That's today's sponsor. No, I'm joking. Um, but Google is is it sprung up very very was it quickly? Everything just seems quick because technology moves so fast. I don't know how quickly Google sprung up, but they have come up, you know, from the ashes. They seem like they came out of nowhere. It used to be a search engine. They're getting into all these things like Gmail and uh, Docs, Google Docs, Google Drive. People don't even own uh, Microsoft Word anymore because who wants to pay for that, you know? But... Uh, think of this i don't know if microsoft fucking sells your information i think google in order to stay afloat they sell your information to ads and stuff to for them to bother you so that you can ha- so you can feel nice and comfy on google docs making your essay at 12 a.m when it's due the next day but um it seems that google is like it seems to be a a, a weird entity there, there seems to be no founder. Nobody founded it. 
but I think somebody did found it a while ago. It was called ABC, ABC um, Studios or something. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up, hold up. So the the founders are Larry Page and Sergey Brin. So no two tech executives are quite as nomadic and private as Google's co-founders Larry Page and Sergey Brin. Brin, right? The two men who started Google more than 20 years ago while computer science graduate students at Stanford have have hardly been seen or heard from in the last half a decade or so. Since restructuring the company to create Google Partner Alphabet, that's what it's called, I said ABC. It's called the Alphabet Company. Google Parent Alphabet and leaving Sundar Pinchy, I don't know, sorry, in charge of a newly streamlined Google. Yet on Tuesday afternoon, Paige and Bryn dropped a bombshell announcement. They're relinquishing control of Alphabet to to current Google CEO, CEO Sundar Pinchay. I'm going to just call him P now as well. And effectively stepping away from the management for good. The news, while it sounds like a big development, felt inevitable. Page and Brent haven't been deeply involved in the day-to-day operations of the company for some time, and it seems, it seems, sorry, and the announcement was making it official. It's the Sundar P show now, from top to bottom. Hmm. So, okay, they handed it down. They handed it down. That's what we're going with. But I think it's deeper than that. I don't know if y'all saw the Will Smith movie, iRobot. I watched that at least 55 trillion times, yeah. I watched that, and everybody, I'm going to spoil the ending, so you can skip this part if you haven't seen it. But it's been how many years? Why? What are you doing with your life, all right? It came out when I was a child. I had nothing to do. I was going to watch iRobot. Anyway... Was there a trailer for that movie? I don't even remember it coming out in the movies. But Will Smith was killing it. We saw it on demand. We watched it as a family. And guess what? We watch it all. I watch it all the time because I'm not with my family anymore. But I watch it all the time now. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful movie. Anyway, enough of the movie. In the end, while the, mo- okay, while the movie's going on, people are... People are ending up missing. Robots have been going uh, AWOL, and nobody has any answers. The CEO doesn't have an answer. Every the, the, the lead engineer needs to figure out the answers. She doesn't even know the answers. But she goes on. She is following him around trying to figure it out as well. Spoiler alert. In the end, it's the company itself. That is running itself and is taking out whatever competition they want with the robots. And her name, I think the, the acronym was Vicky. I don't remember what the acronym meant because it was probably very intricate. But it was Vicky. And she was just taking out her competition literally 
with her machine with the machinery. She's an AI. Fuck AIs. All right. I think this is how Google is being ran, you know, because the founders stepped down. They sent it to this guy. Nobody hears from this guy. Whenever you Google it, it, he never comes up. It's all about Larry Page, Larry Page and and Bryn. All right. Nobody knows. Why does nobody know? Google, I'm thinking Google is running itself like literally. Google is Google is essentially Vicky and they're she's she's she is Google is she Google is running itself as as you might put it like this is the iRobot situation we don't have robots but I tell you right now Google's probably working on robots and Boston Technologies it's gonna Google's gonna hop on Boston Technology or, or Boston's gonna go to Google and then we're gonna have like we already have the Boston Technologies dog. Like are dogs obsolete now? Like does anybody want a dog anymore? We're gonna have robo dogs. Driving's gonna be obsolete. Don't people see this as taking like jobs away? Nobody thinks like aren't you thinking what is the end goal here okay we need to know what the end goal is here why would you want everybody essentially jobless because you take a person out of the car you know what they still got to pay for but they got to pay more I'm trying to figure it out because you kind of cut the you cut the cost. You're kind of helping people out. But like truck drivers, once that technology gets figured out, they're gone. Like we don't they don't need you anymore. You can cart stuff with nobody in the car and it can go hours on end. You can cut the time in half. Because humans don't do it good enough, right? Humans essentially, we're, we're, we hinder we hinder more than we help. And I'm not, I don't hate humans, all right? I just know our limitations. And our limitation is we not, we're not fast enough. All those people that hate humans, like, get that shit the fuck out of here. We made technological advances that we can live better and live smarter. And the world's ending. Like, get the fuck out of here. People aren't the problem. You're the problem for hating people for trying to advance. We just want to make our situation simpler. But I'm te- I hate niggas that think this is a good idea because essentially we're, like, the market might plummet. It will plummet. Well, you know... I'm, this is just a very conspiratorial episode right here because I'm going in depth with with conspiracies. Any conspiracy that comes out, if you have a good story behind it, if you have a good, a strong plot, a strong stance, 
and exa- and strong examples, like I'm probably gonna believe you because sometimes shit's irrefutable. And you know what? When you don't have enough information and then you've been told lies all your life, what what do you have to believe? You're going to believe the nigga that is trying to destroy you or trying to make you feel like you're in a utopia, like the world's not falling apart? Or you're going to believe the nigga that's like, maybe the world's falling apart, but they not telling you, you know? Wow. Went on a whole rant. So, um, thank you for listening. I appreciate you tuning in to my, the, the unemployed conspiracies podcast. And, um, thank you for staying with us, you know, like all these years, because you could have left, you could have, you could have been gone, you know? And then I wouldn't have a job. This isn't my job. That would be nice, though, right? But, yeah. Thank you so much for listening. I'll catch y'all next week or 11 days later. Just don't hold me to anything I tell you. All right? Peace out.